Inspiration Nation. Hello, Lee Kemp here for another week on the podcast with Ryan Boniface. We are without Jose this week. He's had uh, something to take care of. So me and Ryan will be, I was going to say flying solo, but there's two of us. That's not what we're doing. Joe's not here. That's what I'm saying. Fell over my words. Thank you, everyone out there for listening, supporting us. Uh, follow us on socials at listen to IN, listen T O I N, and Joe on TikTok, J Noyer underscore Inspiration Nation. Normally we'd be live on TikTok. We are not today, but we will most likely be back to it next week. Ryan, my partner for the day, how are we doing? Good. I think the phrase we're looking for is probably holding the fort down. There we go. That's there a good it one. is. We are there holding the fort down. I um, fell over my own analogies. I know. We should have been live on TikTok on Tuesday, actually, but one of us couldn't make it. And then we should have been live on TikTok uh, Wednesday, but um, one of us couldn't make it. I'm not going to name who that was, um, but it might have been me. So uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm really glad because both days weren't great for me, but you took the bullet by getting in there first. The second day I was like, I have once again come to ask for your permission to skip. <laughs> and I was a bit like, <laughs> thank goodness. Thank goodness. So um, it all worked out well for us. Indeed. Indeed. I hope Joe's okay. Um, we've had a little message exchange, so he's all right he's just got some admin stuff to sort out and hopefully he'll be back next week with us um but those of you that have listened to a, a lee and ryan podcast before will know that um we tend to tend to we tend to get through it quite quickly we don't let don't let joe drivel on for 20 minutes <laughs> we'll have you go these are the golden nuggets if you go through the archive inspirationation.org.uk the golden nuggets are the lee and ryan shows that are scattered throughout the uh the archive which they're is... quite rare joe's the uh joe's the the staple that holds us the together I think. yeah <laughs> usually it's it's you or me that are off gallivanting around doing different things um, so i don't know this week ryan whether we can have like a i'm going to pass you the baton or the talking stick or the pickle of conversation or we'll turn the wheel of conversation it's your choice really the so... end result of which is it's you're me. going to decide what we're talking about it's me i've got all of the objects all the imaginary objects <laughs> um this week i want to talk about taking advantage of opportunities uh that open up in front of you um and this this kind of subject is tailored to people that perhaps um want some more exposure in their job they're people that perhaps are looking for a promotion in their job or people that are just wanting to try and get ahead of um competition or some peers or to to look uh a bit more uh above and beyond than perhaps what other people would do um what i mean by that that kind of opening line is that um it's knowing when to jump at opportunities and when to perhaps um not jump at said opportunities and perhaps kind of hold back now there's a there's a, an obvious answer that if you want to get ahead of other people, you should try and take on as much as possible if you're going to go down this route. Um, and whilst in certain situations that could be advised, it, it isn't in all. And I think it's important to learn the differences between when it's good to go and when it's not good to go. I think I think the main one I would start with is if what's being offered up as an opportunity is something that interests you or something that's in your skill set, then that's definitely something that, that that I think you should look for. But it's also, as an obvious answer, if it's something that is a slightly different department to you or is a skill that you're pretty weak at and you want to use this as a as a as an 
exploitation tool for your own benefit then perhaps that isn't the right thing to go for and we should be looking to improve our weaknesses of course but there's times and ways of doing that um i just want to kind of because i've been in positions funnily enough actually with with lee when um he was kind of in my direct line of report where perhaps opportunities opened up that he didn't tell me about but were perhaps advertised to everyone that i thought this is a good thing to get involved in and there were perhaps other times where I knew when to hold back. Um, and it's hard to kind of pinpoint exactly what those things are. But if you're looking for those promotions or you're looking for those those extra brownie points, if you like, or um, step ups, then it's you, you will know your job and your department well enough to know what would be a good thing to go for and what wouldn't be. Um, but I think I just kind of want to, want to ask Lee, kind of how much is perhaps too much or has there been a time where you've taken on the wrong thing or has there been a time where you've taken on the really right thing and it's kind of worked for you i'll um i don't think a good point you've got in there is about the wrong thing as well because there's the whole it kind of falls under a wider banner of that whole just say yes thing you know if something's yeah. presented to you then go for it don't hesitate give it a go even if you're not sure how you'll work that out afterwards yeah. and i think that's really and i've got a terrible but hopefully quite good at the same time example on this which is it's not a, a work thing and an opportunity but it's again under that how sometimes signing yourself up for something or taking on a challenge or even giving yourself a deadline forces action that wouldn't necessarily have been there yeah so behind the wonderful wall of inspiration nation logos that's behind me if you are if you're watching on youtube um or you pick this up on joe social somewhere um ryan knows there's a wonderfully decorated room behind me that i've been working on and been a big ongoing project for quite a while now load with doing if you count a hallway you're doing three rooms at once which is quite a mammoth task um i did utter the phrase last night of we will never decorate three rooms at the same time ever again which is randomly popped into my head as i walk through um but we were looking part of the end result of this is getting someone to come in and lay some flooring down so we decided to speculatively go to the flooring place and have a look around and i was very much in my set well just look get an idea on price but we won't commit to anything yet they then said about coming to do a fitting and i said oh let's just let's let's do it let's get them in for it we can make it work so we agreed to get them to come in to, to measure up which was today actually this morning but what that meant was they needed enough room to move around. So we got ourselves so far into a job where everything was a mess everywhere. But I knew that by this morning, we had to get to a certain point. And I really, the last couple of days, we really pushed ourselves. And I don't think I'd have done as much as I did if I didn't have that goal there because we'd said yes to another timing thing, which I say isn't necessarily the best example, but it's one of those where I've created a situation for myself by being like, Yes, let's go on and do it on the wider bit, and especially how you're talking about with you know professional opportunities or sometimes things outside of it. It's that putting being available for things when they come along as much as being open to opportunities. So one part yeah. of it is saying you know then yes, I'll do it, and I would dare say Ryan, and we talk this story loads of times on here as to how you and me came to know each other that we're doing this podcast now, but it all came to me asking for volunteers in work to help with a project which was to do with making some videos and you put your hand up and said oh yes please and I dare say you could probably trace a direct correlation from that decision to say yes 
to your trajectory and where you are in your professional life now because of the exposure that not because of that specific activity but the chain of events that followed after it and you didn't know that that chain of events was going to happen that might have been a once and done and nothing ever happened again off of it and we never spoke to each other again yeah or it led to you getting to mix in different circles seeing it and again most Again, saying yes with this person, saying yes with that person, getting to speak to someone else. And it just created this chain of events because of that mentality of, yes, let me try that. Yes, I'll give it a go. Yes, I'll do that. Um, and I think the background bit behind that is you don't always know when there's opportunities are going to come along. So I've I've had it multiple times over the years where people have wanted me, when I'm coaching them or developing or they work for me, to set out a really linear path of where they're going to go. And after concept, it doesn't, that's, you know, it very rarely works like that. It's more about what what are this what type of job would you like to do? Not what's the job title and where does it sit, but what are the things you would like to do? Then what are the skills you need to do those things? And then development is working on those skills. And then when the right opportunity that's just like you'd like it or kind of like you'd like it or in that right area comes along, you've got those skills that then transfer into that. And that's that's that whole mentality of being, I think being open for opportunities isn't just being someone who will say yes rather than procrastinating, but it's working on your skills for the perspective opportunity to be ready for it as well. And I, I think that's that's absolutely key as a part of it. Yeah. I do think at the same time, like you said, there's, I suppose it's that thing as well, is, is, is the thing that's being presented to you going to take you in the direction you want to go or a direction you could want to go or is it completely the opposite direction, the sort of thing you'd never want to do? Um, and actually, if it's more in that bucket, sometimes saying no is the right thing if it's not going to lead you where you want to go, which, again, is is about skills and what you do rather than you know job title and position or who you work for, anything like that, because you, you very rarely have control over those things yeah. because, you know, Companies need people. Companies don't need people. They need a role other people because those things. That, that's all outside of your circle of control, as Joe would say. Whereas, what you do, that can be the you because you make sure you gravitate to things that are like that. You never get to dictate hundred percent, but you're in the right sphere. And then, as you do well, you can start to shape that and grow it and decide where you want to go with what that particular thing is. And I think that's that's what that whole mentality is about. I think. Yeah, I think. <clears throat> It's it's important as well to keep an eye out because these opportunities won't always come knocking. Sometimes you have no. to you have to you'll see a gap in the market, for want of a better phrase, of, of your role or or even um outside of that and, and knowing the right thing to say to the right person can sometimes open that opportunity for you. And sometimes that gives you a better result than asking for volunteers. If you can, if you can, if somebody has a problem and you can present a solution that you're willing to implement and develop and look after yourself, um, then that often works better than having that problem already identified without a necessary solution. Hundred percent. I think in that professional context, again, it's or not even that. I suppose if it's the same as you know, like we do a podcast, or if there's something you want to get involved in socially or whatever, there's two key things you should be doing to become valuable to someone which is what we're supposed one is you take problems away yeah um and two is that you you own that solution so you're not creating problems um but you are 
you're taking away challenges and you're owning whatever it is as well. So like you said, you'll come up with a, a solution to something that is a known problem or someone might not even know is a problem yet, but then you want to take ownership and run with it rather than, and this is what I'm going to say next is still a very valuable skill, but rather than just being someone who's there ready to pick up the ball and run with it when they're given the ball, being able to go out and find a ball or moving into terrible analogy space again. Yeah, no. But that's that's part of that skill. And, and again, it's that being open thing, that, like you said, that extra mile. Um, the first time I stepped from a, like a first-line management team leader's full-time position into a more senior management role was at the time there were a lot of things come, come from the level above me that were affecting my team and it wasn't going well. So I started to step into that space. I started to help solve what those problems were. Say, look, this here, can I do this? And my own, my whole goal was it made my team's life easier, but I was reaching out and doing it rather than just talking about problems. And that exposure that got me when an opportunity then came up at that level, it was almost a natural fit because I was almost halfway there anyway. Yeah. And I don't think I've ever let that type of mental... That's just natural. That's what I do. Um, but but when you realise how that kind of can benefit you, you can then harness that sort of thing. And I don't think I've ever really let go of that. No. No, that's 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 invaluable advice, really. Just kind of developing this... Knowing the role that you want to get into or know, if you're looking again for that promotion and, and you know what the skills are or the necessary behaviour qualities that you need to get into that role, if you can find a way to evidence them without just saying, I can do them... Um, and then providing that taking the problem away uh, thesis as well, then you're as leader says, you're already halfway there. And I think to, to kind of provide an, a non-professional example or a topic to, on this topic is sometimes too much. You, one more thing can be too much, you know? So if you envisage that that Monday you play, you do a pub quiz, Tuesday you pay pub pool, and then um, Wednesday you go swimming, and then Thursday is your only free night. I can't think of any other activities, but say Thursday is your only other free <laughs> night of the week. I'm glad two of those involved going to the pub as well. Well, the third <laughs> one's going to involve that as well. Um, if somebody then asks you to play darts on a Thursday night and that leaves you with zero time um, to kind of be yourself, um, then that can really detriment your kind of mental health and your your um, energy levels and how you know how much you want to be at work, things like that. Because if you're... If you're constantly finishing work at five or six or seven or depending on what the role you do, then you're straight back out the door um, to go and get involved in these activities. You're only burning the candle at both ends and eventually that candle will run out. And this, this can, this can filter back into, into work. So for one and good taking on a, a semi-sized project that, that adds, I don't know, five hours to your week as an example, but you can fit four of those hours into your actual hours. So you already got one extra hour to find. That's okay. But if you're then adding another project on top of that, which is six hours and all of which have to be done outside of work, you really start mounting that pressure on yourself. So it's also about whilst wanting to say yes, sometimes you need to be able to be involved from the sidelines, kind of saying, I can't be fully involved, but I'm more than happy to kind of offer advice or my opinion or um, to help consult or fit in here and there, but I can't commit to it all. And sometimes being partially in is better than not being in at all. Yes, absolutely. Hold on one second. No problem. It's a good thought. I will. I will fill fill the air with reminding people that. Um, oh, I forgot on the tags. Oh, they're going to kill me. Um, <laughs> listen to I N. I think is is one of the ones listen that we do. There it is. He's back. In our very 
professional podcast that we're doing here, I just had to let in the cat who was scratching at the door because there oh. were water fountains in my room. So that's how we roll here. Um, but yeah, I think I think you know it's 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 important to know when to say yes, but it's also important to know when yes is too much. Um, I think that's that is a really good point actually because, like you said, you but you end up doing trying to do too much and then you don't do any of it right and actually all you end up with is getting criticized for not doing things yeah if you hadn't have put your hand up for them you'd be back you wouldn't be in that position to be criticized so you've tried to do the right thing you've tried to benefit things and you end up kind of shooting yourself in the foot if you you overstretch yourself which i think is in two ways one is like you said is literally taking on too much and the other thing sometimes can be trying to do everything yourself so now if you're part of a team and things might not be going well and you try and kind of drag all that momentum yourself rather than bringing other people in or bringing support as well that can sometimes be detrimental and I don't think it's a negative because you're still part of that team that's making something happen and I just like you said there's there's multiple ways you can risk that burnout on yourself yeah and I speak from hard experience on that subject I would say as well which is why that comes to mind yeah for sure I think you know, it, there was something else I was going to add, add to it earlier when um, it's it's only you will know what's right for you and only you will know what the right opportunities are. And if you have said yes to the wrong thing, then it's better to say as soon as possible that you can't commit to it rather than really digging yourself a hole and saying, yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, I'm getting around to it. And then not doing it and failing because that has a, a much more negative impact than just saying, look, I've taken this on. I actually can't. And I know it's going to be aggro, aggro for you to find a replacement. And I'm sorry, but um, I actually don't have time for this. Um, if I can assist at a later date, then by all means, I'll let you know and I'll happily get back involved if you want me to. Um, but it's... Um, sometimes it's better to back out early than to to overcommit and get found out later 100 percent. and i've had that happen before and actually it's never a negative on the person who's ready to stand up and say that yeah these things happen we're all human but then that you know being open transparent again it's a key a little sidebar but another key thing in that whole thing but i do i think brian said it's seeing what's in front of you seeing the opportunity could be there and most of the times that involves you know, rolling your sleeves up or something that could be perceived as negative. It's like we talk about a lot of things, it all comes down to your mindset. Yeah. You know, it's either a problem or an opportunity, depending on, on how you look at it. Um, And, you know, just knowing that it's, it's a long, you know, success doesn't happen overnight and actually honing those skills, kind of getting your head down, putting the work in, it invariably will pay off most. And I can't remember, I heard someone talking about this and they said about how successful they were. And they, they said, um, it's hard work. They're sort of, they're, they're, you know, what's your secret? How are you so successful? And they said, I just work really hard or whatever I do, I just work really hard at it. And I, yeah. I would put that on my list of things as well as whatever I'm doing, I will give it a hundred percent to get that thing done. And it just, it builds, it builds momentum. Yeah. I think, I think the last thing I'd leave people with today is that while saying yes to things will get you that exposure, um, getting the day job right is a hundred percent, a hundred percent more important than facilitating these these extra things. If your day job falls behind because you're involved in these these extra activities or projects, then it's um, excuse me, 
then it's not going to work out well for you because the day job is the reason you're employed. The additional things to help you look better. It's important to remember what the priorities are for your role and what you do. Hundred um, percent. And I think that goes yeah. into whatever you're trying to do. If it's you know personal as well. If you yeah. if you if you've got absolutely no time for yourself, like you alluded earlier, it falls in the same thing. You've got to make yeah. sure all those core fundamentals, your building blocks, your core job, your you know self care, everything is there. And they don't drop because of it, because that's all people will see. Yeah. What's the? Uh, is it? Oh, I'm going to catch myself out here. here is it go. Maslow's triangle? Maslow of it need. Maslow's triangle. Of need a hierarchy of need. That's it. Yeah. People. People may not know. I know. I try. That people may not know the actual thesis, but people generally will know that the try that you know life's kind of your life's built built up of a triangle with the base being your core needs. And then your intermediary uh, wants, and then your nice to haves, and that's a really loose way of explaining that um, toward the top of that triangle, which kind of means what you should be doing with the bulk of your time and energy is, is facilitating your core needs, then um, doing the things that you like to do for um, a smaller period of time, but also kind of help keep you happy, and then towards the the top of that triangle, which has kind of less time and less effort, is your is your uh, really nice to haves elements of of life um that was very well articulated ryan and that is exactly it that applies to all places and it's just yeah. making sure we've got a balance i just off camera there i just dropped a quick text to joe to say ryan just dropped to maslow he will be proud of you very proud winner winner um but <laughs> you could i was gonna say you could you could apply that that theory to personal stuff or even professional stuff you just Absolutely. change change what's made up in that triangle if you if you say that the the core needs of your of your day job is your is your day job, as we say, and then the um, perhaps some of the extra responsibilities that you already get involved in um, that help support your department factor in as the middle element, and then the tippy top should be the stuff that you're kind of fishing for and the help that you're looking to kind of provide the provide your upline or your or, or your department to help promote yourself. It all factors into the same thesis. I think that is a fantastic summary. I'm going to do a bit quick quick bit of shilling before we wrap up. Of course, everyone out there. If you like what we're doing each and every week, follow us on socials at listen to YN, listen to YN. Some nice new follows in the last few weeks there. So thank you everyone who's doing that. Check out inspirationnation.org.uk, full details of our coaching service, uh, Inspiration Nation store. I've got no merch to hand because it's all in boxes while I'm redecorating, but I'm wearing a grey hoodie, so I'm kind of in the right space. Halfway there. Loads of stuff on there. Um, archive of what we do, links to YouTube, sign up to Joe's newsletter, loads of good stuff. And whatever platform you're listening on, if it's podcast, if it's YouTube, subscribe leave a review go back through that archive listen to what's going on we appreciate all of that good stuff so i'd say ryan key things there in that kind of whole opportunities help to get on and this is this is a thing we have lived and are living right now so this isn't just textbook advice this is a thing we live by and i think it's working out quite well for both of us so hopefully we can impart, you know for nothing but good things impart some wisdom um, but i think you know keeping those fundamentals in check knowing where you want to go and start moving in direction that is by applying and learning skills um and make sure you're adding value i think whoever it's for make sure you are adding value for them and if you've got all of those ingredients there i think it's unquestionable you will move in the right direction there will be setbacks along the way that happens to everyone but you overall you'll keep going in that right way good topic ryan this week i enjoyed this very much anything you want to add on before we uh no, I, th I think we've week. covered it. I think we've covered it this week. We promised Fantastic. a quick episode and it's probably about the usual length. <laughs> That's what we tend to do. I know. Um, we hope 
This has been useful for everyone listening. We'll be back again next week. Back to a compliment of three, and we'll be back on TikTok again. Um, Jay Noyer underscore Inspiration Nation. Just follow him there. Joey's on all throughout the week, and then you can catch a podcast live and early as well every single Tuesday. Right, I will count us down. Three to one. Inspiration Nation. Inspiration Nation. Catch you guys. Catch later. you guys later.